Welcome back to episode nine of the Becoming More podcast. I'm your host, Brett Yeo, otherwise known as Becoming Brett on all social media. And I'm here today with my doppelganger, Anthony Changes. What's up, up? Anthony? What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Doing all right. I'm still still kind of baffled at how much we look alike, bro. It's it's kind of weird. If I wore my headband, maybe (laughs) maybe even more. One of one of our dads has I'm explaining to do for sure. I don't. I'm not sure which one. (laughs) All right, Anthony. What I like to ask everybody to start the show is kind of like an elevator pitch or like a bottom line of where you are at your on your weight loss journey so far. Right on. Uh, so I'm, I'm 68 pounds down. Um, my highest weight was like 326. Uh, that's recorded. Uh, I don't know exactly for sure how big I got, but that was, that was probably as close as it was. Um, and I've struggled with, with diet and exercise, like majority of people in our community, but the biggest success I've seen has been with hit training, the high intensity interval training at the gym that I go to. And that's pretty much it, man. I, I've bust my ass there and, uh, keep going that's 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 the plan great great yeah um i've been doing hit at my gym with my trainer usually when i do it with her i get my ass kicked more than if i do it myself <laughs> that's how it works yeah like i leave and i'm like my headband soaked and i'm like this is gross yeah uh, squeeze sweat out in the back it's like that's yeah, fucking disgusting yeah yeah uh that's good f word in like the first you know minute of the show I'm not sure. You should probably should, probably should have warned the people like that was going to happen. It yeah. might be more. <laughs> so um, you mentioned you got up to 326. Um, a little background: like, were you like a big kid? Were you like athletic? Did you like gain it in high school or college age? I don't know if you I was, college, honestly. But uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody's different. So, um, but but because like everybody has a different way they got to that like heaviest point. So I was just curious what yours was. I was always a big kid. Uh, I, first of all, I don't appreciate that subtle jab. If you went to college, yes, I went to college, <laughs> but now I, I started off uh, as a big kid. And um, I think it was back in like fourth or fifth grade that I had reached like 150 pounds. Um, and then it just kind of never went away in high school. I got down to about 250 pounds from probably around 280, but uh, yeah, it's always been an up and down, you know, like I never gotten lower than 255. Uh, so it was always big, always big, but I think the, the worst part, what contributed to it most was not being active, being more of a creative soul. So I'd rather stay inside and draw and paint than go play basketball, football, baseball, soccer, sweat. No, that's (laughs) missed me with that. I wasn't with that. It's glistening. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Call it what you want. I don't want it. Like, (laughs) And I'm sure when you were staying inside, you were getting plenty of other things uh, like snacks and oh yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I, I was similar. I, so I wasn't, cre- I wouldn't say I was creative because I can't draw a stick figure. But <laughs> um, but I would like, I did a lot of like, because um, we're about the same, we're near the same age. Mm-hmm. So like computers were like kind of like in the infancy and in being in everybody's home. So like I, w- I was like big into like uh, early gaming on computers early um like internet like nobody was on the internet like it is now and also like i did web design and i was in high school um i got paid for it (laughs) like uh which was nice but i I did simple (laughs) web pages that i could easily edit i did did the same um i took like a frame like i basically did like three like a frame and i just like made the same version for multiple people's websites (laughs) 
<laughs> efficiency at its finest bro yeah I, I, I just changed colors and changed images and logos and stuff like that i mean i didn't make the logos i just got the logos uh but yeah so um i feel like so many of us like we wind up getting to that point where we just keep you eat and eat even though you, like i didn't even, a lot of times i didn't even realize i was doing it because right. it's just like a habit you know like a, anything else right. that we all have to break um so you got up to 326 you said right yeah. and when you got up to that like was there a point that you reached that something that you realized you needed to change and lose the weight was there like an event or like because like for me it was like a hospitalization mm. um so i was just curious was there some kind of event that led to that or like an inter intervention or well, just seeing other people lose weight I know when I was 326, um, it was 2011. And I remember going to a, a party with a, a group of coworkers and taking photos with people and then seeing the photos being posted. I'm like, mm, what are you doing? Why would you post that? Like, and like, that was the largest I had ever been. And I didn't like it, but that necessarily wasn't the catalyst for me to change. That didn't come until 2019 when um, I had my surgery to have part of my large intestine removed because I had a, I got a condition called diverticulosis, which is the presence of pockets in the large intestine, uh, the lining of it, and eating things that don't get digested, think corn, peanuts, things of that nature, get trapped in these pockets, uh, and it causes inflammation. And this is, this is a condition that most people on a Western diet will experience, but not until they reach their 70s, 80s, you know, the, the later stages in life. So for me to get this originally back in 2012, that was kind of an eye-opening moment. Like I got to do something. But even back in 2012, when I was diagnosed, I didn't have insurance, and you know, I was I was in the the restaurant industry, so it was constant, you know, drinking, drinking, smoking, partying all night, every night, you know, staying out till four o'clock in the morning, and you know, your diet is basically shit. You party all night, and then you wake up the next day, and the first thing you do is smoke a cigarette and drink a Red Bull, go right back to work. It was, it was a terrible life. Uh, but yeah, so I, I ended up having the surgery in, in 2019. And even still, like I had lost, uh, my surgeon told me I needed to lose 50 pounds in order to get the surgery. I did that. I lost about 35, almost 40. And he was like, that's fine. I'll do it. And then it wasn't until like six months, seven months after my surgery, I gained all the weight right back. And this was towards the end of 2019. And I was like, I got to do something, man. Like this isn't, this isn't working. Like I clearly it's my diet. I don't have a problem working out and, and doing all that fun stuff. It's not eating right and not eating as much as I have been eating. So it was 2019, uh, actually 2020, the start of 2020 is when I got into the gym that I'm at now. And uh, even 2020 was a roller coaster because it's like I, I hit the ground running in 2020 and then COVID hit in like March and shut everything down for a couple months. And then once things started to open back up, I started going again. But my diet didn't stay consistent. So I was working my ass off to lose weight, but wasn't losing weight. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'm going to the gym. I'm paying this however many you know dollars a month that I'm paying and not losing weight. This is backwards as shit. Like this is this is not how this is supposed to go. I could do this for free. Yeah, you, you can't outwork a shit diet. Facts. I mean, like that's just <clears throat> that's a quote from Stone Cold Steve Austin from his podcast. But yeah. uh but yeah so so, so 2020, which was a cluster for everybody. Right. Um, but I mean, I know, but, but so, so you, you, you get started, you like, so when you get started with, 
nutrition, right? Because you knew that's what you needed to fix. Like, how did you start? Did you like follow any kind of like a like a diet like plan, or did you just kind of just go we'll go low carb? Um, the the diet aspect. Uh, I guess I'll go back to 2019 because that, that's kind of where I really started to get serious about the diet. Uh, in order to have the surgery, I needed to lose 50 pounds, and um, I started making small changes. So like instead of using or instead of having cream and sugar in my Dunkin' Donuts, let's go with almond milk and then mm-hmm. no sugar. And then, you know, eventually getting to the point where it's like, I stop using almond milk altogether and I'm starting to drink my iced coffee black. What kind of monster am I? I'm not entirely sure. I mean, you drink coffee, so. <laughs> right. Something's definitely wrong with me. Uh, but then, you know, other changes like, you know, um, if I'm going to have pizza and wings now, like I'll pick one or the other. You know what I mean? It's like, so mm-hmm. it's like, smaller changes, you know, little by little, if I'm going to have, um, fried chicken, get it with a salad instead of the French fries on top of that, you know? So it was like little by little starting to make changes. And then when 2020 hit all that went out the window and I was like, you know what, if I'm working out, I can afford to go back to McDonald's, you know, I already had the surgery so I can afford to eat the sesame seeds again. And, you know, I couldn't outrun that couldn't out train that. And then, um, it wasn't until October of 2020 when I, I, I started on noom. And that was eye-opening for me because as a psychology major, because I did go to college, Brett, um, <laughs> I got to see the, the Noom started putting names on behaviors and identifying the mistakes that I was making, you know, and, and kind of like taking the shame and the fear away from admitting these mistakes. So that I kind of really fell in love with that. And it, it was a lot of not calorie counting, but logging your food to see, I guess it was calorie counting. Uh, they give you a, a certain amount of calories to follow, you know, for the day and you track all your food and you weigh yourself every single day. Now that was probably the, the sketchy part for me. It's like, I don't, I don't want to weigh myself every day, but mm-hmm. essentially the, the thought process behind that is to alleviate the fear associated with seeing this number, you know? So yeah. Noom was, was the, the biggest success that I've had. Awesome. Um, so for me, just because you mentioned pizza and wings, it's one of my favorite uh, when I'm doing a carb heavy meal. I switched to doing thin crust pizza so I could get more. <laughs> so All I could right. still have All a right. good amount of pizza and not have to worry about hitting my carb limit for the day. Right, man. And yep. then I used to, I don't know about you, but I used to pound like 50 wings in this like easy. And now I do 10 and that's like my limit. But um of course i i found this great wing place that i i didn't know existed near me and like after i started doing this <laughs> back when i would pound them i'd get the crappy wings that were nearby and not the ones that were like 30 minutes away that are amazing so much more worth it <clears throat> yeah 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 um so uh as far as uh noom goes so you've been doing that since are you still doing that now i stopped doing noom in early January of this year okay. uh, because at the gym, we started uh, counting macros and that's mm-hmm. cu- currently what, what I'm working on now. And I, I love it. I absolutely love counting my macros. Um, I still struggle to hit some of these numbers, you know, like I don't go over, which is good, but like I'm struggling to hit, you know, 300, however many grams of protein I'm trying to get. It's like, how do I get that without going over my fats or my carbs? And it's, it's a, it's a puzzle piece that I'm still trying to put together, but like, that's yeah. part of the fun for me. Awesome. Um, so <clears throat> you mentioned the gym and doing the high intensity interval training. Um, are there certain, because people don't really know what it is. 
um, are there certain workouts you do with that, that you like the best? Uh, we, we don't repeat workouts ever. And that's, that's amazing. If you ask me, um, because my coaches, they put together tremendous routines and, um, I can't say I like one more than the other, but what I will say is that like certain days, every day has a a theme that you can always expect. Like Tuesdays is always Tabata, which is like 20 seconds on 10 seconds off for six rounds, sometimes eight. Um, so those styled workouts are my favorite. Um, and everybody shits on leg day, but I, I thoroughly enjoy leg day. Uh, you know, it's obviously the, the strongest muscle group that I have because I've carried around a lot of weight for a long time. But yeah. um, I also get my like most wicked calorie burns on, on leg day. Yeah, yeah I, I do, too. Um, and it's I also like leg day because it's the the um, when I do some of the machine workouts mm-hmm. compared to just doing the hit. Um, like I can do the most weight on them because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I do the leg press and it's like, I don't know, like in the high threes now. Right, and right. I'm like, yeah, that's a lot better than my arms. <laughs> 25. <Yay. laughs> come on, 25. I mean, come on, bro. You tried my college education, so I had to. I had yeah, to talk I know. <laughs> what college you go to? Lynn University. Hey, you didn't think I was ready for that question? Come on, man. Uh, I graduated um, from FAU with my bachelor's in psychology and business administration, and then went back and got uh, my master's in industrial organizational psychology, which is a mouthful for human resource psychology. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I also have my. I, I went to Penn State. Uh, you guys like ten years ago, like this past weekend, which is nice. strange. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, and then I have my master's. Are you there with Coach Sandusky? That's probably too much. <laughs> too much. No, I was not there with Coach Sandusky. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to that joke, so it's not a big deal. It's not often. Oh, I get f- funny thing is, uh, here in Baltimore, they actually have so the guy that does the Ravens, like he's like the Ravens uh, traveling reporter for one of the news stations. His name is actually the same. It's Jerry Sandusky. Oh. He spells the he spells it different. The Jerry part different, but the last name's the same. And I was like, man, that's that's rough. <laughs> you're in you're in football. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, uh, <laughs> just makes me laugh. Um, so I know since we've been talking about your gym, I know that you do a podcast with your gym. I do. So I wanted to give you a chance to talk about that a little bit. Thank uh, you. Plug it before we get to the end of the show. Whatever <laughs> it turns it <laughs> off, right? Right. All right, right. Yeah. So we we do the lifestyle podcast at uh, at the gym, and um, it's it's a health and fitness podcast. But the interesting thing about it, at least in my eyes, is that you have someone who's been physically fit their, the majority of their life and their perspective and my perspective as someone who's kind of just now starting to take their fitness journey seriously. So you get to see two different perspectives on a lot of different topics from, you know, toxic diet culture to, you know, uh, preparing for strenuous exercises and workouts like uh, Murph coming up on Memorial Day, you know, so it's a it's an interesting take. Uh, We have a really great dynamic. So we talk trash the whole time and we laugh and giggle. And uh, we also share like really deep personal um, stories on on our our journeys up until this point. Awesome. Um, And and one more time, what's the name of it? Lifestyle podcast, but uh, life is spelled with a Y L Y F E S T Y L E almost fuck that up <laughs> <laughs> awesome go, go, yeah go, go find it um i know it's on it's everywhere right on for the most part yeah yeah, yeah so, so, so google put that in your google machine and find it and right. take and subscribe and listen and like and all that stuff that we all want on all our podcasts yeah um 
So sure this does that work? It's backwards. It, Never mind. And it's blurry. It, it wasn't backwards, but just so it didn't come up. The camera didn't yeah. focus right on it. I tried. Yeah, you tried. It's it's all right. <laughs> um, so one of the things I like to ask uh, everybody about is the side effects of weight loss. And it's not just, I say side effects, but um, it's also, it's good and bad. Um, so some people like lose physical, have physical side effects. Like they lose height, they lose shoe size. They lose, and then there's like the non-physical, which is losing like friends and family that you're close to. Cause it's like you change your life drastically and they don't support you or they don't, just they kind of, you kind of drift apart like it's not even something that you in intentionally happens just like you don't go out to eat and go clubbing and go to the bars all the time right, right. Um, and then there's also like gaining friends gaining confidence anything else that you can think of just curious um like what are some of those for you, you uh, the last the last two that you mentioned um, like friends um, I haven't lost friends but I have noticed that my social circle has changed and I think that's in part due to covid and me not being in the restaurant industry anymore, thankfully, you know, I, I was able to get out before COVID shut everything down and being at the gym and really having nothing else to do but create content and go to this gym. So my so social circle changed. And now instead of staying up to four or five o'clock in the morning, I'm now getting up at five or six in the morning, going running, speed jogging, you know, barely speed walking, um, speed walking. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you know, so it's like I'm doing different things. So now I'm not as close to some of the friends that I had a couple of years ago. Um, it's there's no love lost. But like, you know, recently I had a friend of mine reach out to me like, hey, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. Let me know when you want to get together and go for a couple of drinks. And I'm like, uh, it's been a while since I've had any drinks. Not that I'm afraid of my willpower, but I don't know. It's like, I, I don't necessarily associate with that, that lifestyle anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to jeopardize what I've got going on and potentially backslide, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the second thing you said, or the third one, I forgot what it was. Confidence. Oh yeah. Yeah. So confidence. Yeah. So changing my social circle and gaining confidence, you know, now I'm hanging out with people that have pushed me to see me succeed and now I'm doing things like taking off my shirt in public or jumping into a swimming pool and, and being able to enjoy myself with no pressure on me to, you know, look a certain way or, you know, feel like I'm not in good enough shape to enjoy these activities. So changing my social circle and, and working out with people that have similar goals has helped me in, in more ways than one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, so often when you go to like a take your shirt off at the pool, you're always like this, right? Yep, always facts. Like, oh, are you cold? No, I'm just hiding these big old man boobs that are big pepperoni nipples, and I'm trying to not expose. Yeah, nice. I I had that. Um, so funny, just kind of funny. Um, last summer, during COVID and the shutdown here, um, we because the gyms opened. I want to say it was around like this time of year, this time of last year, and my gym opened, and I I had just jo I had joined like a month before or I joined right after New Year's because I wanted to get the New Year's discount. Right, right. And um so then they shut down in like March and go up until the end of May. And when they reopened, I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling going and using the equipment because I don't want to get COVID. Right. Uh, but they opened their pool and like the pool thing was interesting because like the locker rooms were closed because of COVID. So like you would walk in like this the entrance that was like emergency exit for the pool. You right. come in through there 
you go you'd have like a reservation for a lane for like 45 minutes and then you'd leave like you didn't get to change Ugh. um some people would change in the bathroom because there was a bathroom that you could use that wasn't a locker room mm-hmm. um but i was just like eh, i don't care i'll just go home uh right. and I, I started doing that and like just the every day like going and getting more comfortable with that and like i i was there and i just was like you know i, I just don't have my shirt because i didn't care like i was like whatever like there's nobody here mm-hmm. and then as like the summer progressed and more people came came back like see more people and i'm like eh, i don't care right, <laughs> it was right. it was that confidence that just is like you gain just from it's also like as you get older too like you just don't give a fuck right yeah it's it's, it's exposure to that you know that that stimuli i mean that stimulus is like i'm i'm afraid to take my shirt off but the more i do it the less and less i be you know i'm afraid of it so um i totally understand that i'm thankful that like it's the same group of people you know what i mean so like while my gym has different classes and there's there's still people that i haven't met yet uh it's a group setting so it's not like you know a regular big box gym where you just walk in you do your workout and you leave like this is people that you know we're all doing the same class Mm -hmm. we're all sweating it out we're all like sucking it up and cursing so it made it a lot easier to go to these social events with these same people and feel comfortable enough to like take my shirt off and i actually got comfortable with taking my shirt off this year when i created the whole gut muscle ceo account Mm -hmm. Uh, and I felt like it would be easier for me to share my weight loss journey with strangers or with people that can relate to it, as opposed to sharing it on my main Instagram account. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. while my friends and family would support me, they wouldn't be able to understand the significance of a lot of my non-scale victories. You know, while, you know, like wearing a, a, a belt buckle may seem like something small to celebrate with my friends and family, this community would be like, I totally understand why this is a big deal. Uh-huh. For me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I did the same thing when I first started my becoming rep page. Cause I, I had a personal Instagram, right. Had being the operative word now. Cause um, I kind of just don't, I don't use it anymore. Uh, I mean, use it in like almost a year. Right. Cause my last summer when the pandemic was happening, I just started like going all in on my, cause I was like, I was like, I might as well just post every day. I walk like 10,000 steps. And then it was like 191 straight days. And I'm like, all right because I, I look now and i have like 600 posts and i'm like i don't even know where that came from uh <laughs> two a day yeah two a day I, I had like some days where i posted three things um <laughs> but yeah because you know you you're comfortable around strangers because they can un- like you said they understand and if they don't it ain't like you know them right like if, if like so many of us i know other people too you don't post on facebook right away Cause you don't want people in your real life to know or to then like be like, Oh, failed again. Right. Cause I'm right. sure you had a time where you told people on, you know, in your real life that oh, I'm doing this diet and I'm going to like, you know, lose the weight and get in shape and all that. And then it doesn't happen. And then you're back to like, then you have to face them at some point. You're like, please don't ask me, please don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, and, that, and that's always killer. Um, Cause like I didn't even share mine until I hit it. It was about a year ago when I hit 150 down. Um, and now I'm almost at 250, but you know, even hitting 150, I was like, I still was like, should I share this? Should I, do I really want to? Yeah. Uh, and now some of my friends, like legit friends had found me on Instagram because mm-hmm. the algo, you know, they, it sends people your way. Yeah. Um, you know him, I promise, you know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but then like so many, like they didn't have any idea. And like occasionally now I'll like share 
some posts on my on my Facebook from my becoming Brett page, and I'll get like the people from high school that are like, "Oh my god," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't talk to you in high school either." So, <laughs> right, I'd appreciate it if you saw yourself out. Like, that'd be great. Well, maybe just just give me a like first, you know, <laughs> and then you, then you can go. Uh, but but yeah, because like you know, you, um, like for I don't know if it was I don't know you probably were. Maybe you can relate. Like you had like because they were like the funny fat kids, and then there were like the not funny fat kids. So I was in the not funny fat kids section. What I, I yeah. don't I don't believe that. Yeah. So I was very. It says I'm very. Um. I was always very introverted. Like, I, I don't get that from you. I mean, yeah, maybe I know because I've changed a lot. Um. Yeah. In my adult like college and adult life, because I didn't go. I didn't finish college till I was like 27. Mm. Um. Damn. So me too. that's. Oh really? That's that's so weird. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. There you go. Doppelganger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, 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 but yeah. Yeah. So so like um. So when I, when I, as I was doing that, I got more confident, and then, you know, having a big boy job. And it's not. I used to manage a movie theater. It wasn't a big boy job, but it was easy and it was fun, right. and like that was I was interfacing with the public a lot, right? So I had to have more of an extroversion compared to like in high school and I didn't want anybody to judge me. I didn't want, so I just didn't, I just didn't talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot different, uh, you know, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of like, that's, that's two edges of the same sword to in a certain degree. Cause like your introversion and uh, aversion uh, to people and the public in general is kind of like a a self-defense mechanism very much so like my extroversion and getting people to laugh is also a self-defense mechanism Mm -hmm. like i can if i can be the center of attention and keep you distracted from what i'm insecure about i feel protected and of course now i am the center of attention because then if i bring up like oh i've lost like 250 pounds and they're like what (laughs) it's always a good it's always a good one um and also like just i've gotten better at being because i, I think i'm funny my wife might disagree um but <laughs> um you know i i really i'm better at like being that way now than i was then i mean it's also an awkward high school and growing up like you don't everybody's different everybody has different backgrounds and i went to a uh, catholic high school where mm-hmm there it was like there were two catholic high schools in my town in my area and like one like they literally cut the city in half and one half goes to the one and one half goes to the other and like my school is right near the line of this so like a lot of my like some of my friends that i was friends with they went to the other one and i went to this like it just depends where you lived right and like i went to the one that had a lot of so like the inner most i lived in the city and most of the inner city kids they went to the other one and i went to the one that had all the like rich kids yeah let's say more more of the rich kids like driving beamers and yeah. uh mercedes and stuff to school and i'm like that's fun babies. I, and i and i got like this 92 ford taurus in <laughs> 2000 right yeah. so it was a lot different and it, it was just like like out of your element kind of thing it was the same school my mom went to so it was like it wasn't like it was a big surprise i went there but yeah. it still yeah. was just like getting used to like a whole new group of people and then again introverted because like i went from a catholic like grade school slash junior high where we had like 30 kids in our class and that was it and then mm-hmm. went to like high school it was like 100 120 wow. something like that in each class yeah so it was small schools um and then i went to penn and then i went to like penn state which was i didn't go to Maine. i went to like a satellite because like, they had like 
states. In Pennsylvania, they have like 26 Penn State campuses. Sheesh. Because Penn State is a huge network of, so they have like one in like most of the main area, main like uh, counties and the big yeah. counties. So I went to one like in my hometown. So <laughs> it was, it was easy to go there. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so like, it's just, it's just funny how like, you know, people can change over time and it's not just like, it's not just the face and the weight and I can't point to my belly cause it's not on camera. <laughs> um, but it's, it's all, it's like, I always like whenever I post on Instagram, it's always like here. Right. Cause so much of it is just like your mentality for everything you do. Cause yeah. like, like you have to be mindful of your diet. You have to be mindful. I know people hate the word diet. Be mindful of like everything you're doing. Cause like sometimes like I've caught myself a few times where like, I just like destroyed a box of wheat thins or something. Cause I just, got them and i went back into like the old mode of let me just have this box and not have it over on the counter so i can't <laughs> i know the struggle i know yeah yeah so it, it's it's interesting like just hearing all the different viewpoints of people because everybody has like their own version of that right like um i don't know what your favorite thing was like if you're a chips guy pretzels uh, what was your go-to snack of choice wheats really like wheats. It, would, it would be from like anything from like uh, oreos to, like even the soft the soft chewy like chips ahoy oh, yeah give me like a, a, a handful of those and some peanut butter and i'm going to town and then like like two hours later i'm like oh my god i i hate my life what have i done uh, <laughs> but yeah like the sweets and the fast food really like that that i could i could eat mcdonald's three times a day like it was nothing yeah i used to like my, mine was for the longest time was Arby's because I could do like because when they had like that big they had the huge roast beef sandwiches and then they had like um I'd always get like a large shake which was like this big <laughs> like right. the size of your head yeah and in like and it's just like pure ice cream and I was like it was like heaven but it was I don't even I think it was like fourteen hundred calories for uh, a shake yeah oh, man, let alone like let alone the sandwich mul- the multiple sandwiches and the curly fries. And then like a shake isn't enough. Like that's not enough to wash down what I'm consuming. So like, I'm going to need a Coke or a Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper was my jam. I can't lie. Like Dr. <laughs> e was, that's my stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My God. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember when I worked in the movie theater, we actually had a knockoff Dr. Pepper. It was like called like. Um, An extra. Uh, no, it was that. Oh, was that? Was it Mr. Pibb? Mm-hmm. It was like their version of Dr. Pepper and it was absolute crap. Yeah, it's like, like it was not even close. <laughs> was it Mr. Pepper? I, I can't remember. It was some. It was some weird ass Dr. Yeah. Pepper knockoff, and I was like, "Yeah, this is not Dr. Pepper. This only has twenty two flavors. Where's there's a there's a flavor missing? <laughs> there's a flavor missing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ah, uh, man. So, um, going back to the uh, health questions, um, I was curious. Like, usually, like we all have goals for the year. So I was curious, like what your, let's say goal for any like weight loss or if you have like, I know you're doing the Murph in on Memorial Day. Yeah. What's your, 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 loving that you're doing that with oh, your 20 man. pound vest. Oh, man. man. So like the first week it was only 12 pounds and I was so butthurt, like super butthurt, like Amazon lied. I don't know if it was Amazon that screwed up, if they didn't do their, their, <laughs> their background research into the description that Cat Barbell placed on there, but they said that each sandbag was two and a half pounds and they were only one pound. And that, um, you know, that's what I get for not <laughs> verifying and doing my own research. That was know? So did somebody like put your vest on the, on a scale? I or did. You, oh, you did. 
I okay. did. After, after wearing it for the first week, I was like, you know what? Like, I wonder. It says two and a half pounds, but hmm, let me see. And I put it on the scan. I was like, what? This math does not add up. Like, how are you getting? How are you getting this? This can't be right. This is not. Why is this twelve pounds? This isn't working. And then I put all the other ones on there, and it was twenty point two. And I was like, what? What happened? Who 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 dropped the ball here? Because I've been talking shit like, yeah, yeah, I'm wearing my vest to, to the gym. Like, watch me do work. And sure enough, I was eight pounds short. And, and yeah, yeah, I, I saw I saw your video today of the. <laughs> Tell me. Um, so so anyway, so did you have any like other goals other than the Murph? Um, yeah, so, th- this year coming up. Yeah, so this year, um, you talking about just strictly weight loss? Because can be that, can be uh, anything. Okay, well, weight loss goals. I started. I started taking my health and and or my my diet and exercise serious October tenth of last year. So by that one year mark, I'd like to hit two hundred and twenty pounds. And right now I'm at two fifty seven and change. Um, so I'd like to. I'd like to hit goal weight, and I think that's that's more than enough time. You know, another five months now to lose thirty pounds. I think that's that's doable. Um, we'll see but that that's that's the main goal um as far as health is concerned um but related to that i have my first obstacle course race coming up at the end of october so that's why i'm really trying to you know focus on the on the weight loss to make the grip work a lot easier especially Mm -hmm. swinging on the monkey bars and whatnot awesome i'd like to get a documentary i'd like to do uh, ca- capture some footage and create like a little mini mockumentary between now and then. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. A, a, a mockumentary. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Um, so, so the, I, I know you say you have 37 to go and you want to in five months ish say. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you like so far in your journey, have you had like much to many plateaus yet? I've hit, I mean, because I know you said that you've like had you've gone back and forth, but have you had like a plateau of a few weeks where it just didn't like like the scale didn't move That's the way I'm you at. wanted while you were on your plan planned of uh, nutrition? Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at now. Like the, the last, I'd say, three weeks have been. I haven't gone back over 260, which is good, but I've gotten as low as 257.2. And it's like, man, I'm so close to like my, my lowest recorded adult weight. Like I, I, I got to get there and it just keeps going back and forth like this. And I, I, I feel like I know what it is. Like I, I stopped drinking as much water as I used to. And mm. I, I, I'm also like pushing myself a lot more. So I feel like part of it might be some muscle growth, um, who knows? Maybe I'm just tooting my own horn because I've been wearing a 12 pound vest for a week, you know, but <laughs> the, uh, the, the struggle is real, but like right now it's probably been my longest plateau. Cause I've been, I've been at this weight at least between this range from for a few weeks now, but that doesn't mean that I'm not seeing victories outside of the scale. You know, like I just bought a pair of large shorts, uh, like no X's, none. I've got a pair they're sitting over there too. Um, I just got a pair and I was fucking excited, but I didn't share it on social media because I was like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm going to keep this one to myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I that's how I felt when I went into Cole. So it's a two X. But I was like, I don't know the last fucking time I wore two X anything. Mm. And I was just like, damn, because I, I bought a bunch of two X shorts and I was like, this isn't normal. Um, <laughs> so I've been on. I had a few plateaus myself and they get really, fr- the one that got really frustrating was like a three or four month one. 
mm. where I was like, I was like cruising. I hit like 200 pounds loss. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit 250 loss by December. This was August. Yeah. And <laughs> December came and I was at 200 still. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was partially because it was also uh, like holidays and mm-hmm. birthdays and fall. And I'm like, I don't feel like walking as much. I don't feel like exercising. That wasn't all of it. It was also a lot of food in my mouth. Yeah. And also not the water. I think I wasn't keeping up with the water because once the fall hit, I always have, I mean, we're not, I know you're in Florida here in Maryland, it gets cold. And when it gets cold, I don't need to drink as much water to stay high, <laughs> to stay hydrated from, you know, walking and all that. So I was like, uh, I'll drink like a half a gallon instead of a whole gallon. You guys have actual seasons. We've got Ooh, summer, yes. summer light. Like that's it. I mean, t- today, today was like summer because it was like 85 degrees. Which really? is like I know I know you guys can get that in like February. Yeah, we'll hit eighty five at like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So um. So yeah. So like the plateaus can get serious. I mean, I know people get super depressed over the plateaus because it just get. I know the feeling too because it gets like you look at the scale and you're like, what the hell? You moving. But 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 then but then you put on like clothes that don't fit before, right? Or like the shirt I'm wearing now was tight in January, and January. I've lost like 40 pounds. So that, that helps. But, yeah. Yeah. um, but you know, like when you see those like changes, especially like when it doesn't move, but you like go to the gym and you, you know, you're gaining muscle. Yeah. You're, you're getting better. You're getting stronger. Yeah. And you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to like lift heavy. Um, you know, you can just do cardio and you can feel it yeah. change. Um, like I, but then there are times where you're just like, God damn, I just want to like see a two at the front of the scale <laughs> or I want to see like a certain number. Right. Um, I, I remember the one that was real mindfuck for me was when I was when I hit my plateau because I hit like I was like, right. I was at four, four hundred point four. And then I had plateaued and then I like went back up to like four fifteen. And then I was on vacation and I came back and then my, within like two weeks, I hit like three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Holy fuck! Finally, like, because yeah. it took me yeah. like for like four months of just like constant frustration of seeing a four at the front of the scale. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it, it's just like ha- ha- when you've had these plateaus, have you gotten like like that level of frustration? I won't say depression, like frustration with it, where you're just like, come on, come on, man, <laughs> right? Come on, man. It's been it's it's definitely more frustration than anything. I, I, I I've gotten a lot better with my mental health to to not let myself slip and and talk negatively about my efforts. You know what I mean? Because like I, I and I oftentimes I'll reach out to people in the community just to just to just to vent and they'll they'll remind you they'll remind me that like that doesn't negate your effort. You know what I mean? Like you while the number may not change, your body composition is. And, you know, try on clothes that, like you said, that, you know, didn't fit a couple months ago or, or whatever the case may be. And, and you'll, you'll get your validation in other ways other than what that number on the scale is. So oh, yeah. the first time I hit a plateau was, was um, I want to say in February of this year. And that's when we had just started the, the New Year, New You Challenge. And that's when I had switched from doing Noom to counting macros. And when I was with doing Noom, I was limited to like 1,800 calories. And then it shot up during this challenge to 3,000 calories, but very, you know, different macros. And the food that I was eating was different, you know? So like, I felt like that, that halted my process because I was, I was averaging about 
10 pounds a month when I was on Noom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to see that number come to a screeching halt and go down to like two pounds a month, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> dude, I didn't yeah. sign up for this. But, you know, like, again, like my coach always tells me, like, you have to trust the process. And while you were doing Noom and you were getting results, you weren't fueling your body for the kinds of intense workouts that you're getting in, you know? So, like, in, increasing the number of the amount of protein I was taking in, I feel like, showed differently in my body composition. So while I wasn't losing weight, the fat that I was losing was, I guess, in, in, in essence, being replaced by muscle. I, you know, I, I don't know for sure, but like, I know that my body was, was coming in this way, even though the number on the scale was staying. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, and, and that's always good to see the, it's always the non-scale stuff that helps because mm-hmm. br- bridge the gaps between all those goddamn plateaus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> So something I like to do with each guest is to learn about something that they are into other than weight loss. Cause so many times um, you hear all about the weight loss story and you're like, what else do I know about this person besides that? Right. So I, I wanted to, I, I don't know what it is cause we didn't talk about it. Um, so go ahead and you can tell me and then I'll, I might ask you some questions about right. it. Right on. Um, one thing that I think helped keep me sane uh not only during the pandemic, but like throughout my life was my love for creativity and creation in general. Um, I have sharpened my tool set or my skill set in music creation. And I've, I was a songwriter for an artist in Australia a few years ago. And, you know, I made some decent money doing that, but like music is my thing. And and, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but like I made the, the intro music for the ALG podcast. Uh, So Mm -hmm. It's on that that was was mine. Um, so I'm thankful for that opportunity. But having a, a, that sense of creativity grounds me and keeps me centered. So while music is the one that has paid some bills, it wasn't enough to pay all of them. <laughs> but, but just being a you know a content creator has has kept me grounded and kept me. Uh, I want to say outside of my head, but in reality, it was, it was still inside my head, but I wasn't, you know, it wasn't negative thoughts that were festering. You know what I mean? So like creation in general, from painting, writing, uh, creating stupid TikTok skits, um, you know, all, all of the above, you know, being creative in general. So branding content for the gut muscle account, uh, now doing the podcast, you know, it's, it's whatever I can get my hands on that I can, I can take from inside this big fat noggin and bring it out into this uh, manifested here in the, in the physical world is, is that's my jam. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I, I knew you did the ALG uh, intro cause I heard it before it went live. I have connections. Um, uh, look like it. I bet. <laughs> and um, so just cause, cause you mentioned music a bit. Um, like what are some of your like favorite, artists that you like in music oh wow okay so i guess the easiest way to answer that is to i guess give a little bit of back history so my mom used to be uh the manager at camelot music before it was like specs and and whatever else it was named after but my mom used to come home with like store demo tapes like clean versions of like everything from like aerosmith to madonna to wow Third Eye Blind. Yeah, like everything. Third Eye Blind. Wow. Everything. You know what I mean? So like Mariah Carey, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony, like you name it. Like I, I and I got introduced to all this wild off the wall music growing up. So my my taste in music is is wide ranging. However, the majority of 
my influence musically, you know, I, I fall more into the hip hop and R&B uh, era, but some of the artists that I listen to regularly, like I was listening to Green Day um, on the way to work the other day, their uh, American Idiot album. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, like a lot of things, you know, from the, the more popular artists like Drake and Meek Mill and, and Big Sean and, you know, to Busta Rhymes and a bunch of people, Eminem, Jay-Z. <laughs> I listen yeah. to it all. You know? Awesome. Yeah, you know, no, I was just I was curious. Um, I was surprised when you mentioned Third Eye Blind because I, I don't hear that <laughs> name very often. I still have some Third Eye Blind on my Spotify playlist in my car. Um, they were like one of the first CDs I bought when I was in like eighth grade or something. Mm-hmm. The, um, I, I want to I touch back on that because I should look. So if you guys don't know, I, I am gay. And I should have known I was gay when I my first CD I'd ever bought was Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> yeah. I'll own that. I'll own that. It's, I'll take that L on the chin. That's fine. I mean, it was very popular. So it's not that bad. I mean, you know, I mean, I own Britney Spears CDs too. So Oh, see, I guess you know, that's the difference. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that into Britney Spears. No, no. I mean, this is before she was a train wreck. This is like peak Britney Spears. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. <laughs> Way before that. <laughs> I remember watching that video on, on repeat. It was like a MySpace video. Yeah. I remember watching that. Like I just watched it over and I'm like, I cannot believe this guy's for real. Um, yeah. yeah, that was, that was funny. That was. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, so, so I, like I'm, I'm much more of like a movie guy than a music, but like every night when I hear a song, like I, I, I like it. I'll save it in my playlist. I used to, I didn't use Spotify for the longest time, but um, the one I can't get, I don't know. I try and I try and I cannot get into it. And it's like, it's like one of those things when you don't like something that everyone else likes. Yeah. Um, like I don't like avocados at all. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, or I don't like coffee. Um, and I, I don't, and I don't, I don't like the taste ever since I was a kid. Probably, I tried telling my dad's like probably right after he was at your house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, and I, I was like, um, but I don't like Drake. I don't, I try to like, I try to listen to some of his stuff. Like I was listening to the start at the bottom song today. Yeah. And I was like, I can't get into this. I can't get into this at all. Like, and because people like, will, like add it to like videos. And I'm like, that sounds all right. And then I listened to like the actual song and I'm like, man, I don't like this. Yeah. I mean that that's definitely not I wouldn't put that as like you gotta listen to this Drake song. That's not that's yeah. that's not one of my go-to's when I tell people I listen to Drake. But, I mean that's fair. I mean like yeah. I it's it's just, it's just an interesting thing because it's like you like who you like, right? Mm-hmm. Like um I used to like Eminem a lot, like in the two thousand early two thousands, and then he did a lot of shitty songs. Yeah, yeah. Then, then he comes back with one he comes back with like one good one and then like four bad ones. <laughs> He's never gonna listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter what I say about him. That's fine. I mean, it's Eminem, like whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, he's, he's got, like, he's he's got like, like a billion dollars or whatever, right? So I don't, I don't think he'll care either. Um, Even if he does come for for Brett, you know, it's like that's free publicity. Fuck Eminem. My name's Nick Changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, f- fuck him, right? Fuck him. Uh, but but yeah, like I remember, and like I don't know what it is. Like today, I don't see it as much either. Like I used to love in the. Let's say 90s and 2000s was they used to have like a lot of like mashups or mm-hmm. like stars like usually award shows and shit like that right where you have like people that don't mix like singing songs together like i remember like 
when Eminem and Elton John sang Stan like yeah. at the Grammys and stuff like that. Like I'm just thinking like stuff like that. And I'm like, where is that? Like so much as it's like, where's that kind of stuff? Cause huh? Jay-Z and Lincoln Park did their- Oh yeah. Like they had that whole album, album. Right. And like that's you're like, how are they ever gonna have Jay-Z singing like to numb? Mm-hmm. Right. They made it work. That they was, made it work. So and, yeah, it was so good. And I mean, and now it's just like it's just like everything's again in a vacuum. So like you don't you know intersect. It's kind of like um I feel like it started when uh, Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was the, <laughs> that was the, cringe. The <laughs> Big time. You know what? And like I know a lot of people don't like Kanye, but musically it's like he just it, it there's something about his music and i think it's because of the, the parallels that he and i had when he came out and you know when he, he first released the college uh college dropout you know I mean like mm-hmm. i had just dropped out of college at the same time and then when he went back came and released like late registration i was going back to school you know I mean so like there was a lot mm-hmm. of parallels and i have a, a lot of memories tied to music and it's weird like there's there's like different time periods that are are like if i were to create like a soundtrack of my life it would be the dopest soundtrack ever you know i mean just because like there's there's a lot of different songs that that play a lot of play a large part in in my development as a human being and and Mm -hmm. kanye it was was in a pivotal time frame for me uh and i'll always have love for kanye regardless of the crazy antics and like i can i can look past that shit because it's like oh yeah that's not my Kanye, but like when he's doing music, yeah, I can fuck with Kanye. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, I it's kind of like one of those things where I don't go to, I don't, I don't go to like, uh, you know, Home Depot expecting to buy, go like buy my groceries, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like there are things that I don't care what Kanye says about or any artist says about, like Politi- anything, anything political, anything like important. Like you're 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 here for entertainment. Right. <laughs> like, you're not here for serious talk. I mean, I'll give people like even though you know, like i hate the kardashians like what kim kardashian did with trying to do with uh uh reforms in, with prison oh, systems yeah, like that's amazing but and that's and that's one of the the few like uh uh exceptions to the rule of celebrities being stupid like of being like oh this is an important issue mm-hmm. like i remember there was a meme last week it said like Gwyneth Paltrow survived the pandemic and actually ate bread or whatever. I remember I saw, I don't even know if it was real, but I was just like, you know, it's stuff like that. Like you come off so elitist and so like, you don't live in the real world. She released a candle that smells like her vagina. How bizarre. She's all kinds of crazy. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. um, But yeah, so it's such a, it's such a strange tangent. We went down here. Yeah. It's, uh, thing <laughs> use that as the clip you mean for your teaser like <laughs> she released oh, yeah. handle like <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll add your face in there with a vagina with a Gwyneth candle whatever it's called i don't even know um so all right so, <laughs> wrapping up here a little bit um i like to ask five questions at the end i called brett's corner uh so they're kind of all over the place so um first one is is there a movie, TV show, or event? Can be a physical event too, that you're looking forward to the most in the coming year? Uh, there's there's two of them. Um, one entertainment based and one physical related. The first one is the uh, the physical one is the OCR that I'm doing, the Goliath Gauntlet, because it's my first obstacle course race ever. It's for a good charity, the, Sh- the Sheridan House, and um, I'm really looking forward to that and really trying to get prepared for that. But the next thing is Tom Segura 
the comedian is coming to my city for um, his I'm coming everywhere tour. And I'm so <laughs> looking forward to that because I have some awesome. comedy show in a very long time and he's hilarious. Yeah. And, and hopefully it'll stay. Everything will stay open by then. Right. I didn't want to put that out into the world. Like I didn't want to put that energy out there, but yes, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you're in Florida, so they're, they're already like fully open everything uh, man listen florida is different bro like florida i don't even think that florida really even closed <laughs> to begin with. Florida- I, I will say i was in key west in january and it was very strict there like they had cops on the street telling people to get their masks on key west is key, not- west, is, key west is a is also a different place like this is not florida like this is not florida is, is, uh, is jacksonville also not florida also like anything north of orlando like there's there's yeah. two, two florida's there's like there's north florida there's south florida and then there's the keys so like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's three different sections yeah yeah so i was in miami and i noticed that miami was a little different than the keys when i was there yeah. and then we went to the keys probation was, probation <laughs> yeah that, that's 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 when i met at poro yeah yeah that makes sense yeah <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. So question number two, what are two non-health related goals for the next year? Uh, first one is to try and land some freelance uh, social media content creation gigs. I'm trying to supplement my income. And it's like, if I'm already branding for free, why not try and get paid for it? Um, so that that's plan number one. And then number two is to get a solid foundation for this mockumentary that I was talking about earlier. You know I mean? Like, let me try and lay that out and kind of, kind of, you know, tailor some kind of, you know, formulate a plan to get to that, that point. Cool, man. Yeah. I, I can definitely see you getting there with the mockumentary, especially after watching your, uh, TikToks that I've seen, nice. okay. uh, they, they make me laugh. They are, they are good. <laughs> Uh, so question three, if someone came to you saying they were lacking motivation or inspiration or take your pick of the word to stay consistent with their nutrition their workouts, whatever, what are three pieces of advice you would give them? Okay. The, the first piece of advice I could give them would be read David Goggins book. Can't hurt me. And I know that may seem cliche and, you know, some people may not care for that, that guy in particular, but to me, his audiobook was gifted to me by my coach and it was life-changing for me. You know what I mean? Like it made me realize that I, one, I'm capable of so much more and taking back your own mental strength is, is huge. And it's, it's honestly necessary if there are goals that you want to achieve. Um, so that would be the first thing. Take, take a look at that book and, and really absorb everything that, that he has to offer because he's definitely dropping jewels. Uh, number two would be to remind this person that one bad day doesn't send you back to square one. It's not, you know, don't pass go, do not collect $200. You know, a backslide is a backslide, but you use that to spring forward. Often we, we will get caught up in, in our own heads when we start backsliding. And I, and I saw a post, I want to say a couple of days ago, that was like um, regarding people saying like, you know, I fucked up Friday night, but I'll get back on the train on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then, that mindset fucking them over on Saturday and on Sunday. And then by Monday, they, they, you know, they've kind of stumbled too far back. Um, so really focusing, like if, if you, if you mess up today, jump back on the train tomorrow, don't, don't make excuses for and say, I'll start I don't know why Monday is like the magic day for everybody. Like, I'll start Monday. Um, and <laughs> my last one would be 
to remind them like nobody can make this happen for you. Like at the end of the day, like if you're struggling to find motivation, you got to figure that shit out. Like, like nobody else can want this for you more than you. And you have to be the number one person. This is a lifelong commitment. This isn't a, a one and done. This is a, a complete lifestyle. So if you're struggling to find motivation to stay on, on track, you just got to remind yourself that you deserve it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, one of my things that I used to say in my posts a lot on Instagram was like, find motivation in your everyday Cause like so many people come to me like, I don't have the motivation or the drive that you do. And I'm like, you think it just came out of nowhere? <laughs> like, right. like, like no I mean, I, I don't want to go walk every day. Like I, I, I want to just like sit at home and watch the Avengers or whatever. Right. All the way with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So question four, what have you discovered about yourself during your journey or transformation that surprised you the most? Um, it, it kind of ties into my last answer with, with that, that I deserve this. Like, that's probably my biggest realization that I deserve all of this. You know, I deserve to treat myself as good as possible. Um, uh, seeing another post that said that like your comfort zone will kill you. You know, I can buy nice clothes and, and fancy things and whatnot, but at the end of the day, I wear my body every day. So while I may spend money on, on, the newest iPhone or go and get, you know, a, a new pair of sneakers or whatever the case may be, that all has like a, a an expiration date. And so does mm -hmm. my body. So I need to focus on, on my body getting the same treatment that all the other expensive things in my life because I deserve it. Definitely do. All right. Last question. <clears throat> if in 150 years, science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be? And what would the blurb tell us about Anthony? Uh, okay, so I would say that the title would be Changes Made Changes. Uh, as you guys know, my name is Anthony Changes. And the blurb would say that changes, change isn't easy, but it is worth it. And it's never too late to start making some. Awesome. Love it. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anthony, I'm glad you could come on the podcast today. Um, if anyone wants to reach out to you on social media, where could they find you? Don't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they can find me. Uh, like if you're looking to see my 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 health and fitness related stuff, you can find me at Gut Muscle CEO. Um, and then my personal Instagram uh, is at Anthony Changes. And, and like all of my social media is at Anthony Changes. If you're looking for some of my music, you can find it under that name too. But awesome. Uh, and we'll put that in the show notes, and everybody can DM you all about everything you love or hate. Or both. Come get right. Just listen. If you if you don't know anything about me, one thing is I will always tell the truth, and I'm going to give you my honest opinion. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for from here, and we'll see everybody next time. <laughs>